Jose here, and on today's episode, we are going to take a closer look at AMD. This is one of my favorite semiconductor companies out right now, and recently they hosted their analyst day presentations where they showed a lot of great information to investors. So on today's episode, I want to break down what are some of the cool things I saw and what is actually making me even more bullish on this company. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to hit the subscribe button, check out the pinned comment for a lot of great information, and also link to my tech channel where I post on a daily basis. So let's get started i do want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and make sure to check out fool.com jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now all right so if we start off with price action today unfortunately wasn't the best day for stocks we can see amd was actually down about four percent on the day and just in the past week this company has lost about 12 percent at the moment and we can see the stock right now is sitting at about 94 95 dollars you know it's pretty funny I, I consider myself a growth investor but if prices keep going down i'm gonna consider myself more of a value investor so if we take a closer look at some of the information they presented i want to say this is probably one of my favorites so starting in quarter two of 2022 the company will now kind of showcase revenue in the different segments they're going to have data center in its own market which isn't going to include the server cpu data center gpus fpgas and adaptive socs and i do want to say this is probably my favorite move that they have done because I've always wanted to just see how the data center market as a whole was doing. And it was very hard to do so because their gaming and semi-custom chips were also included in that segment. And I'm super excited for quarter two to come because they are actually going to show us kind of the historical revenue of how these markets have been growing over time. Now, if you want to check the presentation, it is on their investors relations, but they have about seven, eight presentations. So what I'm doing is I'm just highlighting the main pages that I found a lot of information from, but feel free to go to their website and kind of read the other hundreds of pages still out there so here kind of pushing more into the revenue mix right now we can see data center about two years ago was less than 15 percent of total revenue now it has grown to about 25 percent. so we can see the data center market is one that continues to show strong growth and one that is becoming a good portion of this company's total revenue next i want to take a closer look at their total addressable market it has been growing over time we can see in 2020 during their financial analyst day the total addressable market was around 79 billion fast forward to kind of the acquisition of silence they kind of boosted to 135 billion but and now they believe for the next five years this is their total addressable market is going to be about 300 billion dollars most of it coming from data center but we can see they are now in other markets as well like embedded like automotive like communications and these are markets that if we go back to 2020 they were not even on the list before so this company is not only expanding its data center solutions but it's also expanding its solutions into other markets the company did give us a nice kind of forecast for the next three to four years and they believe they can achieve about 20 percent compounded annual growth rate gross margins of over over 57% free cash flow margins of over 25% because they believe they can generate significant cash generation. So this main part of the presentation was kind of all top levels, but we can see it is looking very, very good for AMD for the next few years. All right, so next AMD started to talk about their future products. We already know Send4, which is gonna include AMD's server processor Genoa, is expected to come out within the next six to eight months, right? But they do mention that they are also working on the next generation, Send5, and that is 
is expected to come out in 2024. Also, thanks to the Silence acquisition, AMD is also thinking about using different packaging methods to kind of create hybrid solutions. Here they kind of show a great example of what AMD has been working and what Silence has been working as they were both individual companies, but they believe future going forward, they are going to be making more of a hybrid solutions, which I do believe it's a great move for their acquisition. Next, if we take a closer look at their kind of GPU accelerator market, they do mention that the next generation RDNA 3 is expected to be a 50% performance to what uplift compared to their previous generation RDNA 2. Not only that, they already mentioned that they are expected to work on their next RDNA 4 generation and that should be coming before 2024. So unfortunately, they are taking a few shots at one of my favorite companies, NVIDIA, right now uh, with their kind of GPU accelerators. AMD mentions that their MI 250X is a lot better than NVIDIA's A100. But we do know that NVIDIA is coming out with their hopper architecture pretty soon. So maybe these values might be kind of, I want to say not true, but it won't be competing against NVIDIA's top of the line product. AMD also announced that they are working more on their server GPUs with CDNA3, which would include MI300. We already saw that MI250X is a beast. So what can we expect from this MI300? I do believe only good things. Here they talk a little bit more about the MI300. They consider this the first data center APU and it should be available in 2023. And look at that. They believe it will have over eight times better performance in AI training performance versus their top of the line MI250X, which is already providing strong numbers. Now taking a closer look at AMD's kind of next generation CPUs, we know the third, third generation was a huge success, right? Milan has gotten so much adoption that it has become one of my favorite reasons to own AMD. But now they're pushing their kind of fourth generation even more. So we can see the second generation, uh, which was Rome, uh, only had one segment of CPU. It was just a general purpose. Then came out Milan, like I mentioned, and it had two. It had general purpose and it had kind of technical. Now their fourth generation of Epic processors is going to be broken down into numerous, numerous segments. All these segments have better purposes and these CPUs are going to perform better tasks, which will allow customers to kind of select or have a better range of solutions for their data centers or enterprise servers. So we can see they are releasing Genoa, which is gonna be their general purpose. This is the one that's discussed a lot, but we can see Bergamo is gonna be more of cloud native, Genoa X is gonna be more technical, and Sienna is gonna be more telecommunication. So we can see this is now AMD is expanding their server CPUs to hit numerous, numerous kind of solutions. We are almost done with the presentations, but I also at the end of this episode, I wanna showcase a little bit of kind of the valuation metrics that I'm seeing with AMD at the moment. So if we take a closer look, they do expand their data center total addressable market to see which products are the biggest. And to my surprise, the biggest one is the GPU. For some reason, I did think the CPU and the GPU would be a lot closer to each other, but we can see the GPU market outweighs the CPU market right now with about 64 billion. Server CPU is about 42 billion. And then kind of the FPGA and other forms of adaptive system system on chips is about 13 billion and DPUs and kind of infrastructure acceleration is about 6 billion. Some other bullish cases about AMD's product right now is their products, their CPUs and GPUs are actually powering the world's number one supercomputer at the moment. And if that doesn't showcase kind of a bullish case on their products, I don't know what does. Next, they do announce that with the kind of silence acquisition, they will be increasing their adaptive network accelerations 
and the Alveo, which is kind of thanks to Silinx, will be available in 2024. This is again kind of creating more network solutions, again, increasing the amount of revenue segments that AMD hits. I only have a few more slides to show, and we can see here, we can just see the growth of AMD in the consumer market. In 2020, only about 12 systems included AMD CPU and GPU together. And now in 2022, over 50 systems are expected. So we can see the consumer market is really, really grabbing onto AMD's product at the moment. The final thing I wanted to mention is they do believe they have two growth opportunities in the near future. The first is going to be the metaverse. And this was actually pretty interesting to hear. I didn't think they were going to discuss the metaverse too much, but they believe there is so many opportunities here from just your data centers to your edge to your near compute and obviously the endpoint which things like AR and VR. The second is one that I really enjoy right now is the custom silicone. For those not familiar, AMD does create the chips for the PS5 and for the Xbox series and also the Steam Deck and some other kind of gaming devices. So they wanna increase this kind of semi-custom solutions to other players out there. So that's the last slideshow I have for their presentation. Uh, in a bit, we are gonna see a little bit about their valuations, but we can see there are plenty and plenty of reasons to be bullish on AMD at the moment. Before we take a closer look at valuations, I do want to say on June 7th, AMD announced about a 1 billion uh, of senior notes. They took out a nice debt. I do want to say this is not something I would worry about, especially since half of that debt is not due till 2032. The other half is not due till 2052. And they do mention that this cash is expected to just be used for general corporate purposes. Now, if we take a closer look at valuations here, I'm looking at forward PE ratio and right now sitting at 21.53. I personally believe that is insane. And if we take a closer look at EV to EBITDA forward ratio sitting about 18.48. Again, to me right now, AMD is sitting at attractive values. I do believe stock prices can continue to go down. Volatility is not going anywhere, but I do believe at these price points, this is where in the next five years, I'm going to be happy to have been adding to my AMD position. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I also hope you guys enjoy the new setup i have right now take care have a good day and see you next time